0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, hello, everybody, and welcome to Bravo! East Coast Housewives, I'm your girl, Kim. Beautiful, bravo, believers. I hope you're all well. Happy motherfucking Monday. No, really. Happy Monday. I hope all of you who celebrate Easter, I hope you had a lovely Easter. For those who don't celebrate Easter, I hope you had an amazing Sunday. Still in the quarantine. I got my quarantini aka Pinot Grigio, Uh, I'm just happy that I didn't have someone uh say to me, I don't know what I've done to you, but I'll take a Pinot Grigio, Stassi Schroeder, and if we recall that season real quick, people, I recall Sheena doing like the whole head toss like, what? You just say to me? She didn't say that, but her face and her whole body language said, Bitch, what did you just say to me? Classic Vanderpump rules Tuesday. What's gonna happen? Dana, totally into Brett. That's gonna be a disaster in the making. I already know it. So, welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I hope everyone's staying safe and healthy. I hope all of your families are good. And let's just get started with what the bravo. Okay, there's so much stuff going on with What the Bravo. So let's just get into it. I saw... Actually, on the Bravo website, Sheree Whitfield from the Atlanta Housewives put out on her Instagram, I think it was a couple days ago, about thanking the fans and people who are showing love and support because I guess her mother went missing on the 23rd of March. I mean, holy shit, that is so scary. I don't, you know, I think she's still, I think people are still trying to look for her and find her. And all I'm saying is, I don't even know how, how I would be able to cope with that. I'm sure they're going, through a lot of hard times with this, and to Sheree and your family, we are uh, giving you good wishes and good vibes, and yeah, it's a, it's a terrible thing to experience, and I hope I hope you guys find her very, very soon. So if we get to our New York gal pals, I read that Sonia Morgan was confessing that she's a little bit jealous of Ramona and Luann's relationship with their ex-husbands. What she means, or what she meant... Uh, when she was saying that is usually we all know that divorces sometimes they're really really sticky sometimes people get pissed off sometimes people are really cool I mean look at Frank Catania and Dolores and he cheated on her which I still don't like but still I want them get to get back together obvi I've said that so many different times and I kind of feel that way with Ramona and Mario. But we'll get there eventually too. Cause they're still quarantining, by the way. And as my mom, Mama Bear, said last week that this whole experience is going to determine on if they could even imagine being back together. But then again, that's our own assumption. So we don't really know what's gonna happen. But we can wish, can't we? But Sonia's a little jealous of Luann because of their relationship. I guess Sonia doesn't have the best relationship with her ex husband. I just have to say, though, he's old AF. Like, he's old AF. Let's just be real. I don't even know, what is it, like a 20, 30-year age difference? Like, what the heck was she thinking? However, we know the dude got money because he's a Morgan with J.P. Morgan Chase. And I don't even have that type of bank account because I'm a PNC girl. Hello, Pittsburgh. But the bitch is rich. So there's that. Also, Sonia says that she feels like Tinsley owes a lot to her because Sonia got her on the show. Also, Tinsley met Scott on the show. However, let's just be real and know that Tinsley only met Scott through Carol and her boyfriend at the time, which I think his name was Adam, but I can't really remember. He was so young and like he's probably my age, so he's really not that super young. But guess what? I'm still super young just because I can say that and I am. So back to Tinsley and Scott and Sonia. So Tinsley met Scott, yada, yada, yada. They're engaged. Yahoo, yahoo, yahoo. Sonia says that Tinsley will probably not be on the next season of Real Housewives of New York. Obviously, that makes sense because I'm pretty sure that she moved to Chicago. However, in that little interview Sonia did, she said, oh, no, she's she's not going to be in the show next next season. She's with Scott. He's in Chicago. She's in Florida. What? Hold up. Stop. Stop. Does she know something that we don't know? Are they not telling us something? What the heck? Is she in Chicago or is she in Florida? This is messed up. I need to know. Do I need to hire a private investigator to go down to freaking Florida? Palm Beach, Palm Beach, Palm Beach. Don't look for Tom D'Agostino because we all know he's an asshole. We're not going to do that. We need to find out if Tinsley is in Florida. Is she? I need to check her Instagram. We need to do it now. <gasps> Public service announcement. Okay. Now let's continue with Tinsley. She goes on the daily, uh the Daily Dish podcast, right? And she's confessing. Whew. She's like, Yeah, Dorinda, I don't know why she's so obsessed with me right now. Classic mean girls moment. I don't know why you're so obsessed with me or something. Oh, that was classic. Loved it. So yeah, she's going on the defense saying, Dorinda's super obsessed with me. I don't really understand why. This is crazy. What the F. And she also discusses how she feels since Bethany has been off the show. Tinsley is saying she's been seeing a change of the attitude and the collectiveness of the group. Is that even a word, collectiveness? I think it is. Or collectivity. That's not a word, but I just think it would be fun to use it. Anyways, so yeah, Tinsley says the attitudes between the women are changing. And just the dynamic is different between the ladies. Obviously, Bethany is a very strong personality. She was head honcho. She was... The OG, right? So she was kind of the leader of the pack. Since the leader of the pack is gone, all the other ladies are trying to see who can one up and be the new leader. I don't know who I would put my money on for that. I think Ramona would try to, but she's like so ditzy and silly and ridiculous, just kind of like Sonya. So I don't see the two of them, even though they've been on the show for a long time. Luann's a little bit too boring to do that particular leader role, in my opinion. My bet your bottom dollar is on Dorinda. Just saying. We're gonna move on to Summer House. We will get back into the New York ladies, honeys. Cause that's what I'm here for, da But we're gonna go to Summer House real quick because I was in heaven, okay? So if we fast forward or no, not fast forward, (laughs) if we rewind back to this past episode, whenever Kyle Cook Cookie was having his 30th, 40th, I don't know how the hell old he is, but he acts like he's a five-year-old. But anyways, it's great for the show and I enjoy watching it. It's great. Keep it up. So they were celebrating his birthday. They were doing like some sort of fraternity party, whatever. Ugh, I just, I'm sorry. I can't. It's just not my thing, whatever. I'm sure everyone had a great time. I've been to a few fraternity parties. I remember one, which was the best Theta Chi, because some of my bestest friends are in that fraternity and they were amazing and I love them. Shout out to them. Yes, yes. But back to the Kyle Cook party birthday, who's 12 years old, who's 40. You have the Southern Charm dudes, Austin, Craig, and Shepard come to the party because they were in New York. They came from Charleston, come to New York. Hey, let's hang out. Let's get drunk. Let's chill out with some goats. So they're there. Jules is getting all emotional. Now, she's the new chick, a part of the summer house, right? Uh, Hannah brought her in. She just actually moved to New York from Chicago. Shout out. She was kind of talking about in the episode how she's not really connecting with the girls and she kind of feels left out and Carl's super drunk and he's wasted and super emotional because that Sarah chick who probably didn't really give a damn about him didn't come to his little party at the party at the house. So now Carl's like up in his feelings about it and he's crying. So now he's taking it out on Jules saying, I want you gone, Carl, take a breath, take a breath. Honey, it will all be okay. Have some water. Go in the pool. Pick up the shit on the tennis court that your little goats are pooping all over the place. Calm down. Taking it out on Jules, right? So Jules is all upset. Well, you see her? She's talking to my man, Craig Conover, the sewing machine, talking to him. Guess what? They all go out after the party. They hang out. People are coming home at like two, three o'clock. Guess what? Jules didn't come home that night. Why? Because she was getting hot and heavy with Craig. And I was like, yes, Yes, honey, yes. I was so excited because, first of all, out of those three guys, Craig 100%. Yes, he likes to sew, but guess what? I think that's pretty awesome. And mind you, he has a website for his sewing of the pillows and everything. And guess what? He has beanies and hats, and I kind of want one because they look really flippin' cool. I liked it. I love that they hooked up. I really wish they lived in the same city because I think they would be an adorable couple. So maybe they have to do it long distance for now. I could never ever see Craig moving to New York. He just doesn't have that type of uh, je ne sais quoi about him as far as New York goes. Really he just doesn't have the New York attitude. He's like too chill and especially if you're in South Carolina in that area. They're all pretty chill there from what I've gathered on the show. But they would be so cute and I totally, totally support it. Craig and Jules, start dating for me. Thank you very much. And lastly, which I think is super duper fun and I was so flippant excited. I'm obsessed with Watch What Happens Live. I've also told many, many people, you know how people ask you if there's one famous person that you could meet in your life and you would like be super happy and content with everything? I thought I had an idea back in the day, but I honestly wasn't that important because I can't even remember who it was. But I know at this moment of my 33 years on this planet, I know who the celebrity famous person that I would want to meet to be fully content with myself my man Andy Cohen okay yes that sounds a little freaky maybe it is but you know what I just love the guy I think we all know that I love the guy I talk about it all the time I mention him every episode because he's phenom and I also got super duper excited when they continue to do watch what happens live at home after he was fully better maybe not fully but he felt better enough to do the show from his apartment after his diagnosis with the virus and he's kicking ass totally look like he lost some weight from it too But he still looks just as good as usual because he's the dude. So doing Watch What Happens Live at home. Super cool how they're doing it. Obviously, they're probably doing Zoom meetings. And they're just making it super cool. And I get super excited. Holy shit, I'm saying super too much. I will shut up about that because that's annoying. But the greatest thing about Watch What Happens Live at home for right now, instead of having it Sunday through Thursday, honeys, Sunday through Friday. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Schlamazingness. Love it. Now, let's transition. Main event, people. Main event. I would say the main things in this... Obviously, I'll get a little into detail with some stuff, but all the ladies are talking about Leah's tattoos, her tramp stamp with her name at the bottom of her back. I'll get into it. Also, Tinsley, Sonia, and Leah meet up at the beginning of the episode, kind of talking about how Dorinda's super obsessed with Tinsley. Dorinda's just butthurt because she feels that Tinsley has an arrangement with Scott, and I don't even know what that means. So, like, if you're with someone, hey, we're not together, but, like, I'm going to buy you all this nice shit I don't get it. What type of what's he getting back? Is he getting like physical shit from her? Who knows? That's what everyone would think. But I honestly I don't even know if that was a specific arrangement. I really don't know if he would expect the physical part back. I don't know. His personality just didn't seem like that type of uh, douche. Other things. The big thing. The women go to Ramona's house in the Hamptons. South Hamptons by the way. And she's having them over for like a nice little girl sleepover and all this kind of fun stuff. Of course, the whole room thing is happening and Luann wants to make sure she doesn't get something like the fish room. And honestly, what the heck is wrong with the fish room? Can someone please tell me the big deal about the fish room? Yes, there's like taxidermy fish on the wall. But what else is bad about it? The color of the wall? I happen to like the color of the wall. It's like teal blue. It's like you're in the ocean. What the freak is wrong with that? Like, I don't understand. Someone please tell me why the women are so obsessed about the fish room. I actually think it's great. If I were Dorinda, I would look at all of them and say, be glad that you have a motherfucking room because you could freaking leave, right? Because what does she say? I love to see them coming, but I love to see them going too. Yes, Dorinda. Quote, that's not even the quote of the week. Sonia actually has a pretty amazing quote and I can't wait to talk about it. Let's continue. Whenever Tinsley was talking to Leah and Sonia about the whole Dorinda obsession and all that kind of stuff, you know, I do think Tinsley is going to come into her own a little bit. But sometimes, anytime I feel like she's talking about what's going on in her life and I almost feel like she's a child and all these women around her are acting as her mother. It's just like, I don't know if it's like a maturity thing, but she's freaking 40 years old or so. So like she should be there already. And I don't know, maybe it's just not a confidence thing because we've seen in the past seasons that she has had some confidence issues since her divorce and the whole mugshot jail all that kind of stuff I would like to say that I get it but I've never been in jail I've never had a mugshot I've never been divorced I can only imagine that that probably does something to your psyche for sure I feel like with the women that she's around with, I feel like she should have progressed a little bit into her own to be a stronger individual. And I don't think that I have seen that yet from her. And I'm really hoping that I will see that from her this particular season. Now, whenever Leah admits at the lunch that she has a tattoo, Sonia's like, oh, no, I don't have a tattoo. Oh, real women don't have tattoos. Oh, that's so tacky. Oh, my gosh. You're like a hooker because you have a tattoo. First of all, it's fucking in 2020 a lot of people have tattoos your dog might even have a tattoo no one cares about tattoos anymore that definitely has to be a generational type of thing I had to say that slowly because if I didn't then I would have slurred my words and I've only had a couple sips of my pinot grigio so I'm not drunk or tipsy just saying (laughs) but now let's take a quick break so we can hear a word from our sponsors now let's get back to Sonia Sonia likes to stir the pot, so she's about to stir it whenever they go to Ramona's, and she wants to tell all the girls about Leah's tattoo. Especially, well, tattoos, plural, especially the tram stamp because it has Leah's name on it, which honestly, yes, for a tram stamp. I don't know if those are in anymore, but I really don't like why would you get a tattoo of your own name? I don't really get that. And I'm not dissing her or anyone who has a tattoo of their own name. I would just like a a briefing on why you would get a tattoo of your own name. Someone fill me in. Now, before the ladies go to Ramona's house in the Hamptons, I love the fact that Luann met Ramona for dinner somewhere. <laughs> Ramona walks in there and she just like goes straight to the bar because you know She's got her tits up and all that kind of stuff and we know that I don't like use the word tits But I just did yeah, so she's got the girls up. She's got the low cleavage shirt She gets a guy's number like that and then she goes and she sits down with Lou and Lou's like was he attractive? She's like, I don't know. I mean he was he, he seemed nice. He he seemed well-mannered and all this stuff <sighs> Ramona we love you and we want you to keep being who you are it was funny that Ramona also told Luann that she makes a storyboard of the man that she wants to eventually end up with and she puts all these different things on this storyboard like different places cause she likes to travel and Lou basically says that she's a serial murderer I would like to call her the serial murderer of a man eater whoa here she comes watch out now she'll chew you up oh yes she's a man eater how would I put that for Ramona like could we put Ramona's name in it I'm not really sure I'd have to think about that but that's the first song that I thought of whenever she said that and I thought it was delish (sighs) okay So the ladies are at Ramona's house. We find out that Dorinda, I think this might be the start of Dorinda kind of going in that dark spiral that we're going to see throughout the season. And this totally makes sense as to why she may have started going in that path. We find out that her Bluestone Manor house in the Berkshires got flooded. So obviously it's a big ass house, right? Big, big house, lots of stuff. I don't even know how many rooms were flooded, but there was definitely a good amount of the house that was flooded because they showed you images. So she's under a lot of stress with getting the contractors in and trying to fix the shit up. It's a lot, probably a whole hell of a lot of money too. So she's super stressed. She kind of broke down in front of Sonia and then Luann came out and then Ramona and then she's talking to all the girls about how much stress that she's been under. And not only is she trying to fix the Berkshires home, she is also trying to renovate her apartment in the city. So she's just got a lot of stuff going on and she feels that she's been doing all this kind of stuff by herself anyway since. Richard died and she doesn't really rely on John for that kind of stuff because he's never really had to deal with that kind of stuff like he's never been married he's never had a family all he's been doing is doing the whole uh, dry cleaning business which is part of the reason why she's still with him let's just say she said that a couple seasons ago she doesn't want to break up with him because she wouldn't have dry cleaning for free that's important especially in New York everything is already expensive enough so from that Dorinda's expressing how she's been unhappy and stressed out to add a little comic relief we see Ramona putting Luann in what Luann was thinking she was going to be getting the best room what Ramona was saying she's going to have the room with the best privacy then in reality we see Ramona walking her down the dungeon, which is really her basement. So we see her walking her down into the basement, away from the women, all by herself. It's cold, apparently, to Luann. It's 60 some degrees, maybe 70 degrees or something, and it's way too cold for her. It's too cold for the Countess, because she's a cabaret star, cabaret, cabaret, cabaret. So she's whining and bitching about that, how it's too cold, and how Ramona needs to fix it. Ramona's like, oh, well, I can't. I can't. And she's like, well, I guess I'll figure it out. we'll, We'll figure out something. It was great. And Luann does kind of get screwed over with the rooms, but also at the same time, I'm like, stop your complaining. The fish room wasn't bad. There was actually really good times in the fish room. We've all seen it. Also, Ramona's giving you a nice ass private downstairs area. Yes, you have a lovely bathroom to yourself. And yes, you may have a hangout room, like living area with a TV <laughs> that doesn't work or doesn't seem to work. Uh, and an air conditioning that uh you can't turn down. But you know what? You should be happy because there's blankets. So go snuggle up, get some hot cocoa, and and listen to my podcast. (laughs) Okay. So the ladies are all at Ramona's uh, dinner table outside. They're having like rosé and all that kind of stuff. So when we see Ramona say hello to Leah whenever Leah and Tinsley arrive together, I thought it was amazing (laughs) that Ramona says, oh yeah, who's ever a friend of Tinsley's is a friend of mine. I'm very, very inclusive. And I'm like, "Ah, are you serious? Do we not recall Miami last year with Barbara when she wanted to go out with Tinsley on the town? And then everyone's like, why aren't you inviting Barbara? because she invited everyone else she's like no I just wanted Ramona intensely time like this is just, I just want to catch up with her. I just want to have some private time. And then we don't see her inviting Barbara and she feels left out. And it's like the whole Mean Girls thing all over again. Ramona, you're not inclusive with everyone. You're only inclusive with the people that you want to be inclusive with at the time. It is so funny because she always has a way of forgetting the shit that she's done. What did Andy say at the last reunion? Whenever she said, oh yeah, I'm a working progress. I'm trying to get better all the time. And he's like, but sweetie, you've been saying that for over nine years. <laughs> it's like... It's kind of like Jax. I'm trying to progress. Honey, you've been saying that for 12 years or whatever. You're not there yet. Are you going to cheat on Britney? We don't want you to because Britney is a badass bitch and you don't deserve her. But we're still pulling through for you guys. The other thing, and then I'm going to get in the dueling divas and all that kind of stuff. What I thought was amazing, whenever Darren is like, oh, I need to go take a nap. And everyone's going, there's separate ways to rest up before dinner at some restaurant that they're going to. And... Ramona's complaining on how these girlfriends of hers, meaning our housewives, never help out cleaning up and everything. And she expresses, oh, yeah, my other girlfriends, they like always help me out whenever I need someone to clean up with me. Like, they always do that. So then Tinsley and Leah volunteer. And Ramona's still complaining about it, inventing herself out. And the girls are getting the stuff to put back into the uh, the other room inside. And she's like, you know what? I, I just I've been such a I put everything out and it was made it really, really nice. And uh, you know what? I'm just gonna sit here. I'm just gonna sit here. And then the girls are taking the stuff in. Then Tinsley drops a knife or something on the on the ground. And then Ramona's like, oh, it's okay. You'll pick it up later. That was the best. I mean, first of all, I couldn't even see Tinsley clean up after people in the first place anyways, because she's living in a fucking hotel. So that shocked me first off, but it was great. It was nice to see her be human. Awesome job. But yeah, for Ramona to say, oh yeah, she'll pick it up later. Great. That was great. We didn't see her pick it up later, but I'd like to hope that she did. But I guess we'll never know. I think it was a great way to end this episode with the women at dinner and Luann looking at all of them. Well, I'll get into that too because she doesn't really look at all of them. But Luann is talking to all of them about the way that she acted last year and basically she was apologizing to them and saying, hey, you know what? I was kind of a bitch and I was totally into myself. I'm so sorry that I hurt your feelings. I was in a bad place. Thank you for staying by my side even though I was an asshole blah blah blah. But I have to say she was like in Dorinda's area the whole time. If she was not looking at Dorinda because she mostly was she was like in that direction so in my mind I'm like yo are you apologizing to the women are you apologizing to Dorinda is there like some sort of underneath thing that we're missing because I want to know she does end up saying I'm sorry to all of you guys so we hear it and that's cool and then all you see Sonia and Ramona talking in their confessional like oh it was great that she apologized but still in my mind I'm like yo I'm pretty sure it was almost to Dorinda more so than all of you but that's just my own feeling about it you all might have other opinions but that's just what I felt alrighty people dueling divas dueling divas a few a few going on nothing too crazy I would say Sonia and Leah but it's not really like a crazy I hate you bitch but there was definitely some stuff going on Sonia was stirring the pot about the whole tramp stamp she told Dorinda that oh yeah Leah fell like you shouldn't have said that about her tramp stamp and blah 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 basically she was just being a little schoolgirl gossiping and shit she got caught from leah leah's like what the hell why would you say that yada 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 we get it okay sonia thought it was funny of course she knew she was stirring the pot and guess what she followed through and that was awesome i mean the girl's like ashley darby from potomac she knows she liked giselle too okay They be shit stirs together, they do it so well. It's a nice gumbo from New Orleans. It could be from New Orleans, it could be from wherever you want, but it's a nice tasteful gumbo that everybody loves. So Sonia stirred the pot and she made some great gumbo and I took it all in. Then you also have Dorinda and Leah. This is a little bit more serious than the Sonia-Leah thing because Sonia-Leah thing was a little bit more playful even though it was kind of like stab you in the back in a fun way, (laughs) is that a thing? I don't know. But with Dorinda and Leah, there was definitely more of an attitude and a sass in a negative way than a positive way. I'll get to that because that's part of the weekly shade, Dorinda throwing shade at Leah, which is pretty, I don't know, if, if if Dorinda, if someone said that to me, I'd be pretty pissed off and I'd be like, who the hell do you think you are? But we'll get there. So Dorinda basically says something about Leah, about her uh, tattoo. And Leah's like, I don't even know you. Like, I don't even know why you thought that was cool. Like, that just wasn't a good thing to do when you don't even know who I am so that's a little bit of a duel we'll probably see that that goes more into something else well we definitely do because I saw in we all saw the trailer whenever is like sit your ass down I never said that she was talking to Leah so I'm excited to see what the heck happened for her to get to that point for her to say that now with some of those dueling divas brawls which really isn't even a brawl Coming over into the weekly shade, that causes the dueling divas. Yes, that's what I meant. So getting back to the Dorinda-Leah thing with the shade. So when they're all sitting at the table at Ramona's house, they're talking about Leah's tattoos. Ramona says that, of course, she remembers Leah's name. Yeah, of course. Because maybe Ramona doesn't really remember people's names. That's not super shocking, though. Dorinda said something when Ramona said, of course, I know her name. Dorinda says, yeah, well, if you forget her name, then Leah can just turn around and bend over. What? What? what Dorinda I would look at her and be like bitch who are you who are you it was you it was you Shannon Bador. it was you who are you Ridiculous. Why the heck would she say that? Dorinda just wanted to get the knife and just cut her super hard. And man, let me tell you, she did. And guess what? Leah handled it with grace because she's a badass bitch who has a clothing line called Married to the Mob. That has to mean something. She's a badass bitch. She didn't take that shit. She shouldn't ever because that was ridiculous. Dorinda, what was your problem? I think you were just mad that day. You were projecting your anger on the Berkshires onto Leah. She was the target, unfortunately. But Dorinda, I still love love you because you're the shit oh other uh other weekly shade right because we're at the weekly shade Dorinda, when she's talking about the tram stamp, well, she's talking to Sonya about the whole, I don't know why she was so mad with the tram stamp statement. I was just saying that none of us have tattoos. Then Ramona's talk, or er, not Ramona. <laughs> Gotta get the names right, Kim. I know this is hard. My God. But Dorinda is sitting there talking to Sonya and saying, I couldn't even, I would never even recognize her in the lineup, which she probably was in. And then I'm like, what the hell is the lineup? What is that? Definitely a generation thing, because we all know that Leah's a little younger and Dorinda's a little bit older but Dorinda ain't old people okay she's not old let's calm down let's not freak the fuck out you find out I find out on Wikipedia that the lineup is a 1958 film and it is about a mob killer recovering planted heroin from terrorists arriving in San Francisco that was verbatim from Wikipedia I'm not gonna lie. Pretty sure Leah wasn't even born then. And of course, that's why she didn't get the reference. I didn't get the reference either. I had to educate myself. And guess what? I'm glad that I did. But that was the shade thrown by Dorinda about Leah. The other weekly shade that I'm going to end off with is when the women are all at dinner. And of course, Ramona, she's like, oh, should I make my rounds? Because she just wants to go and she wants to pick up people and talk to people and do all this stuff because she's the Ramona coaster. Luann says something funny and she's like, well, of course, the whole town of the Hamptons probably has Ramona's digits. Yep, probably because she likes to talk. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with that? But are the Hamptons big? I don't even know that area. So if there's like a shit ton of people in the Hamptons, maybe everyone does have her number. Let's just face it. They all have Ramona's number. I don't have her number yet, but I'm sure it's coming. Now my favorite part, the quote of the week. Ooh, some good stuff. Here's a few. I'm going to say my favorite for last, and that's by my gal, Sonia Morgan. Here's one from Dorinda. When they arrive at Ramona's house, they're talking about wine, Pinot Grigio. Of course. Cheers. Having it now. (laughs) Dorinda says, I'm excited to have a glass of Pinot Grigio or nine. Whew. Listen, if I've had, if I ever have nine glasses of wine of Pinot Grigio, someone take me to the hospital because I don't think I'll make it. That is a shit ton. I don't even know if I could do nine cans of Dr. Pepper. And I don't even drink pop that much, but I don't know which one I, I would probably try more of the nine glasses of Pinot Grigio before I would do Dr. Pepper because Dr. Pepper would be too sweet after like the second can. Maybe I should challenge myself. Does anyone want to help me out with that? Any of my friends... Yeah? No? Okay. Ooh, another one that I thought was great when Ramona was talking about her adorable 17-year-old dog, Coco. I mean, we've so we've seen Coco grow throughout the years of the show. Also, Luann's dog, which she has the dog that I want so bad, a West Highland Terrier. Oh, they are the cutest little things I've ever seen in my entire life. And we've seen her little doggy grow on the show too. And Coco, they're just sort of kicking it right now, but it's very chill because they're older. But Ramona said, <laughs> because she's trying to get Coco's attention and obviously Coco can't hear her all that well because you know she's 17 my god <laughs> so Ramona says Coco's all I got at home and she can't even hear me I mean listen some of these men I don't want them to listen to me or hear me at all but Coco come on listen up that was so cute I mean, you can definitely tell that she loves her dog. I love that. That was a great, great thing for her to say. I thought it was adorable because I can totally relate to that because my last dog, he was 17. He couldn't really hear us all that well either. So I totally know what she's going through. She loves her pup. I love that. And then, okay, so the last three here, they're all from Sonia. So I'm going to say them, but I'm going to save the best, best, best for last. Sonia was wearing something and I guess her underwear got all crazy or whatever and she's like my underwear's in a twist what else is new I guess it's not that funny I'm sure she's not the only one that said that um she also said I don't need a tramp stamp to be a tramp also that's probably not as funny because people have probably said that too but I just thought it was fun to note but here is the motherfucking quote the quote of the week here people They're talking about wine. This is after Dorinda says, I'll take Pinot Grigio or nine, blah, blah, blah. Then Sonia comes out and she says, my chiropractor said only drink clear alcohol. The wine is poison. (laughs) Meanwhile, pass me the rosé. Ah, because of that, I had to go get rosé. And let me tell you, I usually don't drink rosé, but rosé is a-okay to me. So good. Loved it. Great quote, Sonia always comes up with those comical things to say to bring like this nice comic relief to the table. And there wasn't anything serious going on there, but I just thought it was an amazing thing. Chiropractor said to drink clear alcohol, wine's poison, (laughs) pass me the rosé. As the summer house kids would say, rosé all day, rosé all day. Yeah, so there was a lot going on this week. A lot of stuff, a lot of shows. New York, we're only in episode two, and it's already great. It's going to get better and better. Housewives of Beverly Hills, yes, premiering on the 15th, which is Wednesday. Super excited. I hope y'all are looking forward to it. I need to know Denise's secrets. I need to meet Garcelle. I need to see what she's about. I feel like I'm going to like her. New York on Thursday, of course, I'm really looking forward to... Next week, because I'm going to be having special guests, which is going to be awesome. And some of them are newbies. Well, I'm going to have my gal pal Shelly back on the show with me, and then a couple other friends that I went to school with. Some of them are new to the New York Housewives. They are getting educated by me, who is a pro. I have studied very hard, and I feel like I've been passing with flying colors. So yeah, they're going to be on with me next week. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be a shit show, laugh show. It's going to be great. So tune in then. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate all of the support. And listen, let's have a dialogue on Instagram, Believe Podcast. Look us up. Um, Let's have a dialogue with what's going on in Bravo, in Housewives World. And, you know, just anything. Just hit us up. We want to talk to you. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Tell your family, all that good stuff. You know, you know the whole uh, spiel. Thank you so much again. Subscribe, like, and stay safe out there. Get your quarantini, sip it up, Pinot Grigio, nine, whatever. Be safe, be healthy. We'll see you next week. Bye, ins guys. Thank you for listening to Believe.